section for today, the book of Acts, amen, chapter 2, amen, and we're going to talk about the heart of Holocaust, the spirit of Pentecost on this morning, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. When the day of Pentecost started from the first verse, we all came together in one place, and suddenly there was a sound that was blowing violently, and the wind came and what filled the whole house. And they all were sitting there. And they all began speaking tongues of fire. And separate came from the rest of them. Verse 4. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to what? Speak in tongues. Amen. Father, as we add this word on today. Amen. As we begin to um, indulge in your word. Father, just begin to listen up. Amen. As we go um, into your word. Amen. And Father, begin to strengthen us as we do not just go into your word. Amen. But to begin to strengthen us in this area on this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Let's talk about the Pentecost. Amen. When we talk about the Pentecost, amen, the word, uh, when we come from Pentecost, Penta means five. Amen. Even though it says Penta, the root word, amen, means five. Amen. But Amen. The Holy Spirit, it says the Spirit came upon. All right. There were three instruments that, that came. One from without. Amen. That the Spirit, the Holy Spirit had to work. Amen. From without. And then the Spirit had to come from upon them. And then during that time, during the Pentecost, it was a temporary. And the reason why it was temporary was to show the manifestation of the glory and show that the glory will fill the place. And there are how many points of times in your life when you get to the point that you feel like you're all prayed out, you're all cried out. There's a song called Lisa Lisa called All Cried Out. To the point of your breaking point where you didn't know where to go, left or right. Amen. Which direction did you intend to go? Even though I stepped, I ordered by the Lord, but at some point, even in a spiritual sense, amen, your body um, reaches a breaking point. Your spirit man even reaches a breaking point. Why? Because at some point you are uh, experiencing a spirit of uh, dehydration. Amen. And when you are experiencing a spirit of dehydration, uh, different types of things tend to take place. Your old habits come back. Uh, everything that you were doing back in the days, amen, all of a sudden started surfacing. Amen. It's not because that you're not living right. It's because of the fact that the enemy knows that you are moving to the next level. And when you are moving to the next level, his job is to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. So his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's why those habits come back. Not because that you are um, dealing with it, but it's the fact that, the, um, that you made up your mind to go forward. So the enemy is going to use the things of what our past to get us all raised up. All right? Let's go to Exodus uh, 34 and 6. And Exodus 34 and 6, for those who have their Bibles, amen. So I'm going to listen to the podcast. I'm going to move a little slow because I want to make sure that when people are listening, amen, they're able to have time to turn and to turn to the Word of God. Amen. Turn to Exodus. Amen. Exodus. Chapter 6, amen. So that's chapter 6. We're not going to be long. 
Amos 4 on today. Amen. On Exodus 6. Amen. And you're going to turn to Exodus 34. Turn to chapter 34, guys. I'm sorry about that. Please forgive me. Turn to 34. I want to make sure that we have the right scriptures. Amen. Exodus 34, chapter. And then we're going to go to the sixth verse. All right. 34. I'm going to give a couple more seconds before you turn to that scripture. My God, my God. All right, the 36, the 34th chapter, the sixth verse, it says, And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming the Lord, and compassionate with gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and truthfulness. All right, so what he was there, and then when he talks about those, he said the Lord proclaimed. He said, so the Lord passed by and proclaimed. All right. That means he already placed in existence. So even though that, we you know, we experience a, a, a lack of something. Now, because the Bible says that we should never lack for anything. Amen. But at the same time, there is, a, a, like I said, a specific point in your life or a specific process. When you're going through a process, you will experience a dehydration. Um, it can be a physical sense when we're in a desert. And, and you notice as we are walking through the desert, we see things that normally that we wouldn't see. We will see a, a, a river when there is no river. We will see uh, we will see a, a cup sitting there when we really don't see a cup. So sometimes uh, in the midst of dehydration, we will experience a hallucination. Amen. And that's when the enemy starts talking. And that's when the enemy starts tripping you up because you are in a spirit, a sense of dehydration. Now, it's not the purpose of the dehydration is not to be in for so long, but at some point, some people are placed in the dehydration uh, position in order to pray harder. Some people are placed in the, in the dehydration period when there is something that they, uh, God is trying to take them, but it takes them back to the beginning of where they, their habits were or anything that they experienced in the past. It's, it's called a dehydration state. In order for us to get out of the dehydration state, one is to one, uh, be equipped with the Word of God, for one thing, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because in Acts 2, it says that all were filled with the Holy Ghost. Not filled with the all were filled, not some were filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, well, all of us filled with the Holy Ghost. And because speaking in tongues is an edification, uh, self-edification, but it's also uh, uh, tongues is also used for um, for exhortation. Exhortation means that you are shifting uh, shifting to another level. Exhortation means that you're shifting things to the next atmosphere. That is the purpose of the tongue. The purpose of not tongues is not for showing fasting, but the purpose of the tongue is for one exhortation and self edification. And then those gifts are given unto the body of Christ for exhortation. We are an exhortation. So in order to go into worship, amen, those who are experiencing that are listening to us today about uh, dehydration, exhortation, that's the purpose of the exhortation. The exhortation is for uh, uh, those who are worshipers, amen, to shift the atmosphere. 
So in some cases, they may sing, and some and some uh, may speak a word, and some may speak in tongues. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost moving right now as we begin to speak. There's an exhortation. Exhortation means to shift to the next level. How many on today want to shift their life to a next level? They want to shift to another situation in their life. I don't know what direction that we're going, but I feel that the shift that just took place, there's an exhortation. So in order for us to be, be filled, amen, in the capacity, the capacity to be filled, there has to be an exhortation that has to take place in our lives, amen. An exhortation. Uh, 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 exhortation, through an exhortation, uh, it occupies, amen, it replaces the dehydration. Exhortation means that when we are worshiping, that we are uh, in, amen, a, a posture, not a praise, posture, praise, but in worship, amen, there's a exhortation that is shifting the atmosphere. To be full means to be occupied. I want to be occupied means I do not want any distractions. To be occupied means that we do not, we cannot afford distractions. We can get distracted, but that does not mean that God has not created a way for escape. Because in Timothians, uh, in Second Corinthians, Amen. In First Corinthians and ten, it says that God has created a way of escape. So even though that we are experiencing a loader bar process in our lives, even though we are experiencing being dehydrated, God has already created a way of escape already. Because it means that if, if Christ was tempted uh, in in the desert, Amen. He was tempted for forty days and forty nights in uh, Matthew four, and then that lets you know that we are as believers will be tempted. But in the midst of that, amen, the spiritual warfare, there is a spirit of exhortation, meaning that, amen, that I am intimate with God. I am want to go to the next level. I want to be satisfied with him. Amen. At the last part of the scripture of Psalm 95, thank you, Holy Ghost, he said with with all my whole life, I will be what? Satisfied with him. Satisfied means that I am full, that I am complete. Amen. That I, there's a space in my life that I am occupied. There's things right now occupied. As long as there is an occupancy in your life that does not allow the enemy to come in, but sometimes uh, the occupancy sometimes has to shift a little bit because what of our circumstances. Amen. Of our circumstances. So he, he allows these things. God allows the enemy to creep in for a reason because that is part of our process. In order for us to reach the spirit of exhortation, we have to experience what it feels to be dehydrated. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In order to, I'm going to say it again, in order to experience the spirit of dehydration, okay, there has to be a spirit of exhortation to shift us out of the desert. Amen. Let's go to Psalms, amen, 81 and 10. Psalms 81 and 10, everybody turn to their Bibles. I'm going to give y'all a couple of more seconds. Psalm 81 and 10, because I want to make sure. Not We don't have a lot of scriptures on today. Amen. Amen. We just use the scriptures according to what is needed. Psalm 81 and 10. Amen. And make sure y'all tune in tonight. Amen. On Sunday night function. Amen. On tonight. Amen. While we speak. 
speaking on tonight. 81 Psalms, 81 and 10. All right, we're going to go to the 81 chapter of Psalms. And I want everybody to underline verse 10. All right? Okay? When everybody has it. All right. Make sure everyone has it. Okay. All right. 81 Psalms and 81 and 10. Amen. All right. He says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Open your mouth and I will fill it. There you go. He says that I bring you out of the land of Egypt. I'm telling you, get up out of it. I mean, get up out of your mess. Get up out of your Lodabon stage. Get out of the desert. I want you to proclaim. I want you, if the Bible says, resist the enemy and it shall cease. The only way you can get out of your situation is to what? Open your mouth and what? I will fill it. Mean I will occupy it, which means I will satisfy it. I will, oh, Rabbi Sheik, I will make you full. Okay, he said, and I will fill it. The King James Version says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. I will fill it. There is the I will fill it means that when you are in exhortation, that's what it is. Open your mouth, exhortation, exhortation. I want to shift the areas in your life, exhortation. I want to move things out of your way, exhortation. I want to break those shackles. Exhortation. I want to be able to move, amen, certain situations that keep coming back. Exhortation. I want you have to, I'm telling you, I you cannot move in, in the power of God without speaking in tongues. Because without speaking in tongues, the exhortation will not be effective. We want to be effective. Amen. And it's not for nobody else. It doesn't matter what, what, what communication, because God will give you the tongue to speak. He will give you the tongue to speak. He said, what? Through the unction of the Holy Ghost. He will give you those tongues to speak through exhortation, through rabbi shekhenerara. He said, exhortation, that I will move. He said, all you got to do, what? Is open your mouth and I will fill it. In other words, he said, I will take you out of your situation. All you got to do is open your mouth. Not just saying, Lord, I want to get out. Yes, I want to get out. But I want you to show me how you're going to get out. Amen. Show me how you're going to move. Show me what's getting ready to take place. Show me and tell me the process of what's getting ready to take place so I can move you out of that situation. Amen. Psalms 107. Amen. Psalms 107. So we turn to 107. Everybody turn to 107 in your Bible. For those who listen, amen, for those who are tuning in to ELR Prophetic Amen. On to this morning. 107. 107. All right. When you turn to 107, I want everybody to turn to verse 9. And I want you to underline this sentence. Okay. Psalm. Okay. 109. 107. You want to go to verse 109. 
All right. I'm going to wait a couple more seconds to make sure that everybody has it, that are turning and listening. All right. Let's go to nine. It says number nine. It says, for he satisfies the thirsty. So that lets you know that we are designed to go through the load of our stage. We are designed to go through the load of our stage. Okay? We are designed to go through an exhaustive state. We are designed even to go through a desert peak in our lives. We are designed, so because we are designed that way, that's the reason why you say satisfy the thirsty. You can't be thirsty if you ain't never experienced what pain is. You cannot uh, experience what thirsty is if you do not know what it means to be dehydrated. So that's why exhortation has to take place through that, through the dehydration. We are thirsty. You say satisfy the thirsty. And he feels the hungry with good things. So you're hungry one for his word. Hungry to get back on track. Thirsty because of the fact that at some point you have reached your breaking point that things started to take place. Now it says the righteous man falls 77 times, but guess what? He's able to get back up. Why? Because he had experienced a dehydrated uh, part of his life that he became now he is thirsty because he is dehydrated. All right? Now in, in, in the... King James Version, it says, for he satisfied longest soul and filled his hungry soul with goodness. All right? So he is the, the purpose of us being thirsty because uh, Christ experienced what it meant to be thirsty when he went into a dehydration state. When he started saying things, when the enemy started speaking, that means that you are in a dehydration state. That's the only time I notice when the enemy messes with us, each of us, even me, amen, when we are in our dehydration state. So we have to get to the book, amen, and re get a refill, amen. We got to go to the back to the book, amen, to get a refill. So how many on this one to say we want a refill, amen. We got to get back to the book. only reason why we experience what we experience because the price experience while he was in a dehydration state, uh, 40 days, 40 nights, that means that we as believers and men and women of God, that we are experiencing that dehydration state in our lives. Amen. All right, let's go to Joel. Amen. Everybody turn to the book of Joel 2 and 3. And then I'm going to give everybody enough time to go in it. All right, Book of Joel. Everybody turn to the Book of Joel. I give a couple of seconds for people to, to find it. Um, those who are listening, the Book of Joel. Go to the Book of Joel, and you're going to go to the second chapter. When we get to the second chapter, I'll tell you what verse we're going to. All right. Book of Joel. 
All right, look at Joel. We're going to talk about go to the second chapter amen, of Joel, and we're going to read just one verse. And I want you to underline this verse. All right, the 13th verse. It says, bring your heart and not your garment. Return to the Lord, thy God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding love, and is relent from his calamity. Amen. So he's telling us right now, even in the midst of what we're experiencing right now, uh, a dehydration state, he wants us to render our hearts. It's not about what we got on. It's not what we can bring, but it's, uh, he wants our heart. Our heart is, is the, the, the strongest muscle in the body aside the tongue. So the heart, amen, when our heart is recircumcised, that means everything has to line up which is our soul, our body, and our mind lines up with our heart. Uh, the Bible says, so is a man think it way, he says, so is he. Amen. So if you think that your specific way, then it will be that way. Um, he gave us that. He gave us so our heart. So render our heart and not our garment. Our garment means our clothes, but also the garment can also mean something that is uh, something that is uh, tangible. Amen. He, he's not concerned about what's tangible right now. He's concerned about our heart. Amen. Because uh, in order for us to uh, experience the dehydration stage, your heart, sometimes your heart is affected. Sometimes you're, uh, uh, you have a change of heart because of certain things. Because why? You have reached a, break, a breaking point in your life of dehydration. You have reached a breaking point of your life that you're no longer occupied anymore. You have reached a certain point that you're uh, not satisfied anymore. There is no 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 uh, no place in your life. And then while you're doing that, he said, return to me and with fasting and weeping and mourning. Uh, mourning. And it means that you have to go back to your first love, which is what Jesus Christ. He said, return to me. Even though you experienced a, a, a spirit of dehydration, a spirit of uh, you have your breaking point. He said, all I want you to do is to turn back to me. And if you turn back to me, amen, don't worry about, don't worry about anything because I, I will handle this thing. I got your situation. Uh, the Bible says that he would give us no more than what we can bear. And all he says, just, just give me your heart. Don't worry about what you have on. Don't even worry about on exterior. He said he wants the inside. See, the thing that people don't understand he cannot clean up your outside unless your inside is right. So if your inside is right and your heart is right, then your soul, your mind, your spirit man will line up. But if your heart is not right, he can. you can trust the exterior all you want, and you're still the same person. He don't want us to do that. The Bible also says, he says, creating me a clean heart and what? Renew the right spirit within me. So every day, daily, uh, he wants to renew. So it's not like he just renewed one time. No, he has to renew daily. He says that we got to renew daily. It's, 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 you know, the life that we walk in, the life that we are walking, the mantle that we are dealing with, he wants us to deal with it. What? Daily. Daily. And, and in order for us to uh, continue to stay thirsty. Yeah, we're going to be thirsty. It, it has people, y'all have to understand, we, we have to be thirsty in order to get through where we need to get through. We have to be thirsty. If we was not thirsty, then we would be a dead man walking. 
we don't want to allow ourselves to be dead men walking, so we're gonna always gonna have to be thirsty. Okay? When your body, if you notice when you drink uh, uh drink something and you notice your body is thirsty, what happens to your body? You begin to get a headache. Your uh, your 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 pressure goes up when you're when you're thirsty when you're dehydrated. You start throwing up. You start uh, um, defecating a little bit more frequently. Your 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 bowels is why because you are dehydrated. Once you put that in your system or electrolyte in your body in your system, what happens? Uh, it's just a temporary. Being thirsty is just a temporary state of mind that allow us to stay in His face. Amen. Stay in his face. Amen. All right. Okay, guys. Let's turn to Luke. Let's turn to Luke. We're almost done. Amen. Almost done, guys. Almost done. Oh, Luke. All right, and when y'all turn to Luke, I'm allowing y'all to turn to the book of Luke. Amen. All right, give you a couple more seconds. All right, when you turn the book of Luke. Amen. I want everybody to turn to 41 chapter. Amen. It talks about when Elizabeth, remember when Mary visited Elizabeth. Amen. And, and they end up being pregnant at the same time. Amen. Now, all right, in verse 41. All right. Everybody, I'm waiting for everybody to be able to turn into the book. All right. All right, we're going to make sure we're going to have the King James Version along as well as the um, Apple figures, okay? All right, Luke, chapter 1, and then we're going to read for verse 41. I'm going to read it from verse, verse, verse uh, disciplines, okay? All right. All right, Luke 1 and 41. All right, I'm going to read the King James Version here. And it says, And it came to pass, when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Wow. All right. Let's go back to this. Amen. Elizabeth heard when Mary's reading, so she heard about that Mary was expecting, all right? And when she heard immediately that Mary was expecting, the baby automatically leaped in her womb. So that means that was a confirmation of the Holy Ghost letting her know that this was this is the real thing. Elizabeth was immediately filled with the Holy Spirit, all right? Filled, which means that God, let me tell you something. Uh, every day we go through a birthing process, a birthing process in our lives. It ain't got nothing to do with just the female gender, but also talking about us as as, uh, walking as a believer. Amen. When you are in a birthing process, you are experiencing
God is moving you to a next level of uh, move you, whether it's a form of leadership, whether it's a form of um, the uh, the ministry that God has placed in your life, it doesn't have necessarily mean has to be in the building because most ministries are effective outside the building as far as inside the building. The building is uh, we gather together to get But also now in this season, it says assemble ourselves among the body of believers. That scripture now really does apply because and we can meet on a conference line. We can meet on Zoom. It says assemble yourselves. It does not say assemble yourselves in the building, right? It says assemble yourselves among the body of believers. So that lets you know that it was preordained and predestined for us, for this, for us to go through what we're going through with COVID. Assemble ourselves. So no matter if you are not in the building, assemble yourselves. No matter you're not, I'm going to say it again, you're not in the building, assemble yourselves among the body of believers. Amen. What do you think would happen during the time when the apostles, amen, because they have church. They had church. They didn't have church in a synagogue. They did not have a church in the building. They had ministry in their house, in the houses. They were moving from house to house. Amen. Ministry starts from home, house to house. When they move from ministry from house to house, then it expands into a building. Only reason why it expands into a building is when it, when the when the population has became too much. That's the purpose of the building. The purpose of the building. The church is within you, living in within you. And when you get to the point that you are experiencing um, in your life, in your walk of life, everybody experience on a walk of life or our journey, that, that spirit of dehydration. And, and don't think that because we, we are exempt. No. You think we are leadership? Let me tell you something. When you are leadership, you catch more hell with your old stuff. Amen. When, then, when you were doing it. When you were doing it, you was getting away with it. But see, now, because now we have a self-conviction of what we do, Okay, what uh, self-conviction of what we do in anything, amen, that's when we are say, okay, I'm thirsty. I'm really thirsty because something is going on. I'm really thirsty. I'm experiencing dehydration. Something is going on. And he wants us uh, to the point to what to be made, made full again. He wants us to be satisfied. He said, with my whole life, I will be satisfied. With my whole life. Meaning your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul, everything has to be lined up. With my whole life, I will be satisfied. All right? Amen. All right, let's turn to uh, Ephesians 5 and 8, guys. We'll give you enough time to turn to Ephesians, and we're almost wrapping up. Ephesians. Thank you, Bob. Ephesians. All right. And when we turn to Ephesians, turn to chapter 8, chapter 5, actually. Turn to chapter 5. All right. And I want you to hi- highlight the 18th verse. All right. Okay, I'm just going to wait a few minutes. For those who are listening and they're turning their Bibles. All right, for those who are turning their Bibles, to Ephesians 5 and 8. 5 and 18. 
It says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, but it, but instead be filled with those spirits. Now, this is kind of like told to twofold. A lot of people say, don't be drunk with wine, which leads to debauchery. So when you are filled with garbage or you're filled with a lot of stuff, a distraction, what happens, right? The bunkers happen. Uh, um, chaos happens, all right? Now, I'm looking from a spiritual realm. You know, I'm looking from a physical you know when we, you know when a person gets, uh, they get drunk, they they drink, whatever, and they, you know, uh, they start doing things that normally they wouldn't do. Matter of fact, they don't even remember what they did during the time they were drinking. But he said instead, so instead of getting drunk, I want you to get filled with the Holy Spirit. So in other words, he's telling us not to allow uh, our cares, our situations, to get us so intoxicated. To the point that it leads us not to be in our right mind. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm bringing it as plain as uh, uh, simple. But at the same time, he says, not allowing these things, even though these are, are the, the, is underlying there. All right, I mean, our past is there. Uh, drunk don't mean the situation means drunk. Uh, um, don't, you know, don't get drunk. Yeah, we're not supposed to get drunk. No, meaning, it doesn't mean that. It really, really means that. Do not get caught up in our situations and embedded in our situation that we cannot move forward. Do not get caught up and get distracted so bad to the point that you don't get in your word anymore, that you don't pray as much. That's what that's basically what they're saying. Do not allow that, but allow yourself to be made full. Allow yourself to what? Occupy. Allow yourself to be what? Satisfied with him. Okay. All right, Romans 5 and 5. Go to Romans 5 and 5. Everybody turn to the book of Romans for those who are listening. I'm going to give you enough time to, to make sure that you find it. Amen. And going through the scriptures. Thank you, Father. Romans and our vine. All right, guys. All right, we're going to turn to, make sure I have it right. Romans 5 and 5. All right, Romans chapter 5, which is our last scripture. Go to chapter 5. And I want you to circle the fifth verse. Okay. All right. And I'm waiting for everybody. Amen. Who are listening? They have enough time. All right. All right. Roman five and five. Okay. And read. And hope make it not a shame because of the love of God. Is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Okay? He says, just because that we are hoping for something does not put us to shame. Okay? If we're hoping to get out of a situation, it's not saying that we are ashamed. He's not putting us to shame. He wants us to reach out to him. The word hope means to reach out. Amen. He wants us to reach out in the midst of our load about stage. He wants us to reach out when we're dehydrated. 
He wants us to reach out. When we're thirsty, we have to reach out. We're thirsty. So let me tell you something. In the life, the journey that we walk as believers, we're going to always be in a, in a desert state. He has placed us in a desert state so we can constantly reach out. He placed us in the desert state that we constantly can be able to pray out to him. He placed us in a designated state. And we're not saying everything going to be good. Everything going to be good. But the scripture also say all things work together. That means the good, the bad, and ugly, which means that we are predestined or ordained to go through a dehydrated state in our life. We are experiencing a desert. This is right now we're experiencing right now that are listening to the podcast. We are experiencing our dehydrated state. What do you go next? What move do we shift? What direction does you take? This is COVID. You notice the churches have not opened. And in the churches, the building, I'm on, let, me, let me make that correction. The building has not opened, but the church is still there. Why? Because Paul said, Peter said, he said, upon this rock I build my church, which means we are the church. And he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. So we're talking about, when he's talking about the church, guys, he's talking about the body of Christ. He's not talking about a building, but he's talking about the body of Christ, the body of believers. He said, upon this rock, amen, because when he said the body of Christ is built upon a solid foundation. At some point, sometimes our foundation gets short. At some point, sometimes even our foundation becomes in a state of erosion, meaning that sometimes it'll turn green. We're getting the water too long. We're drowning our furrows. It becomes what eroded. So in this case, what we have to do is that maintenance, that self-maintenance, which is exhortation, that self maintenance which is worshiping the the, the, the self-maintenance means praising praising our god praising the holy spirit and let me tell you something the father the son and the holy Ghost is intertwined one cannot go without the other you cannot acknowledge who the father is and don't acknowledge the son you cannot acknowledge who the son is and cannot acknowledge the holy spirit the holy spirit the father the son and the holy spirit are our one we are trinity the trinity means the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they are one. Okay? One. Meaning one. One. When the Hebrew boys came, was coming out of that fire, and then it was, what, three Hebrew boys, it was a fourth man, but the men, they, they, they keep saying, saw one, it was a fourth man. That was the Holy Spirit, the Father, Son. So when the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost line up, that produces, my God, it produces that, that fourth entity. That inner strength that God has given us to be able to go through the wilderness, um, to experience wilderness, and you have to be able to go through the wilderness in order to experience the wilderness. In order to know what the, the spirit of dehydration, uh, dehydration is, is to, uh, to experience this, is to know what it is. Uh, to experience oh, uh, a certain part of your life when you are thirsty, to, to know what to be thirsty, you have to experience to be thirsty. So in other words, if there ever experience that we go in our life, yes, it can be bad, it can be good, it can be our experience, but it's just to show that it's a testimony. A testimony means that you are, in order to experience a testimony, is to be tested, and we are tested daily. What? Tested daily by our actions. Tested daily by our thoughts. We are calmly tested. Meaning, what does that mean? Again, once again, we are in a desecrated state means that we are constantly being tested. But the scripture says in 1 Corinthians and 10 that God has already created a, a way of escape. It's just that we have to know and identify how to escape and when to escape. 
there's a certain time in our lives that we have to know when to escape and when to move. Amen. So we, we have to experience that, what it is. We're always going to remain in that desecrated state. Why? Because that places us in a posture that we constantly keep praying. That places us in a posture that we constantly have to go and worship. Because he, because he is coming back. And because he's coming back, he wants us to be locked in a situation. When he talked about, uh, talked about the churches, he said he was speaking to the churches in the book of Revelation. He said, listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches, meaning the Holy Spirit. He was saying to the churches, there were churches that had issues. You can't sit there and tell me there's a perfect church, though, no, that there is not a perfect church, meaning there is no perfect body of Christ. But he was explaining to them what the Spirit is saying to the churches in order for us to get corrected. He's talking about the body of Christ. So in this season, you will experience these things. Amen. So we thank God for everybody tuning in to ELR Prophetic Shift. Amen. Experiencing a dehydration state. Amen. His goal, amen, the goal to keep us occupied. The goal is to keep us uh, full. Amen. To keep us satisfied. We want to be satisfied. But some people don't know the meaning of experiencing being satisfied unless you're experiencing being without. When you learn to be without, then you'll know the difference between being without and then being full. Amen. So we thank God for everybody tuning in on today. Amen. Listening. Amen. Tune in to us promptly. Amen. When we're spreading the word of God internationally and across the world. Tuesday night, we have in God's word, Prophet J.L. Holmes. Wednesday night, after Father's alignment, Chief of Pop New Rodney Tate. Thursday night, we have a mantle of prayer. Amen. Prophet Linda Lane. And Sunday, Sunday morning, yours truly, Dr. E.L. Robertson. Amen. Sunday morning manner. Amen. And on Sunday night, close and the speaker to be now. So, amen. Just tune in tonight. Amen. And we're going to have a revival. Amen. On tonight. Amen. So we give God the glory. For those who want to uh, tune in with us and uh, call in with us, call in. Amen. At uh, 313-209-8800 podcast. Amen. Tonight. Amen. And throughout the week. Amen. And our podcast code is 615-3528. Amen. Visit our website at ELR Prophetic Shift. Dot Wix site, that's W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash podcast network, where you're able and have the capability of downloading every episode that you want to listen to. You can download it to your phone. You can download it to your iPad. You can download your episode right there where you can constantly hear the word of God. Amen. So we give God glory. Amen. To give us, amen, to send a donation, if you would like to send a donation, send a donation to the cash app, amen, Apostle E. Robertson. Amen, just send it out, amen, and we're definitely, amen, our goal is to spread the word of God, amen. We thank for the uh, for the listeners that are tuning in from, amen, 21 states in the United States now, uh, in Germany, in Italy, in Iran, uh, in Africa right now that are listening, amen. Uh, people think you think we're, that that is not being done. The word of God is being spread as we speak. Amen. This is direction that God has led us through the Holy Ghost uh, for this uh, podcast network for it to go, and we are spreading like wildfire. Ireland is a really is feasting in the manner. Amen. That we have 
God, so we, so we give God glory. Amen. So we are, thank God for everybody tuning in to EL, our prophet and church. Amen. Listen to us. And if you can't listen to the website, listen to call, uh, connect, connect with us on Anchor FM for those who want to. We are currently on nine platforms. We are on nine platforms. So we're not just having our own internet, uh, our website, but we also on nine platforms. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. We're on Breakout Artery. Artery. We're on Radio Public. And the Overcast FM. We are on these platforms. God is, that's the reason why that we are heard internationally. And now we have our own website. Amen. That people able to download, no matter what country that you are in, because the website is, uh, the World Wide Web is connected to many things to compile information. Amen. So we can get the word of God without lacking. Amen. As we begin to close out, Heavenly Father, we thank you on today for allowing us to listen. Amen. For those who are tuning in on today, God, Father, we begin to pray for them. And God, as we begin to strengthen each one of them that are listening on this podcast, we pray, oh God, that you saturate and you got them. We pray that you are satisfied. Amen. They always place themselves in a place of satisfaction. Amen. Place us in a place of always need to be occupied. Place us in a place that we will always need to be full. Why? Because of constant indulging in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day. Amen. On Sunday morning. God bless you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. So we thank everybody for tuning in. Amen. Tune in tonight. Amen. On our revival on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, on this night. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.